left my family. I left my kids. I left my nightclubs, my parking company, $35 million to fight the fight. And both families, Gambino and the Bonanno family, Joe Messina, the boss of the Bonanno family, I helped him against the guys who were ratting against him. He turned state evidence into worldwide. His underboss, Sal Vitale, came in and he ratted. The captain, Frankie Copa, he ratted. And alongside them, there was other guys in their family that ratted. Along with my family, the boss, John Gotti Jr., he ratted. Ronnie Warnham, you have the opening statement. He ratted. He said that I would kill him if he wasn't nice to me. After I tried to help him beat the case. Mikey Scars, DeLonardo, John Gotti Jr.'s right-hand man. He ratted. Greg De Palma, another one of John Guy's made guys. He ratted. Fat Dom, another one of his made guys. He ratted. Mikey Scars had Joe, little Joey D'Angelo and John Jr. had him rat because they turned on him. He had nowhere to go. Another guy, Mikey Scars' brother, well, they, they buried him. So he had a flip. He had to come in. And I won't use the word rat for these guys because these guys were left in no man's land by all the captains, made guys, giving these guys up one at a time. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Mafia Truths with John A. Light. I'm Felix Levine, and to my right, John A. Light. Quick shout out make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon and our YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. And these bats that John is holding right here, as you can probably see, uh, custom signed bats, or this one's not signed yet, but custom signed bats by John. We've been selling a whole bunch of them. Uh, if you are interested in one, reach out to me on Instagram at Felix. Levine, or if you are a subscriber of the Patreon, we are offering a discounted price on those custom signed bats by John A. Light. So make sure you check those out today. John, if you're, if you're getting tired, you don't even have to hold those anymore. We also want to give a, a very quick shout out to Tommy Tickets. If you need tickets, call 516-588-8499. They will beat any checkout price you see anywhere, any event, any venue, any state, sports, concerts, theater, everything is opening back up soon. So call Ticket Time. 516-588-8499, Tommy Tickets. Uh, a very quick shout-out to KCL Automotive. That's 98 Henry Street, East Stralsburg, Pennsylvania. Ask for my cousin Steve, ask for Dave, or ask for Chris at the front desk. 10% off of anything uh, that you need, car needs, inspections, tires, auto body work, mechanical work, uh, buy here, pay here for people that don't have credit or use cars. Anything that you need, 10% off if you mention me, the, the, the show, or Felix. And that phone number is 570-534-8497. Today, um, pretty uh, <laughs> coincidence that you have the bat in your hand. We're going to talk about uh, uh, one of your former bat stories. I know people are always reaching out, um, and they're interested about you know some of the violence, obviously, uh, from your past that you now talk uh, out against. But, um, you know, these are the stories. These are the truths. So take it away. Well, there's some of the stories that people ask me, do you, you regret some of them? And some of them I do, some of them I don't. Uh, this guy, I specifically don't. And for the reason why, uh, I'll get into the story a little bit. Uh, I own two apartments on 91st Street and 101st Avenue and 97th Avenue in between. 
It was uh, condominium units. I owned the first and third floor. And uh, at one time, I moved my sister in the first floor, and she was living in the first floor apartment. And I had the third floor across the street was an old-timer, Rocco. Uh, He lived there with his wife to set it up. Um, I met this guy, and him and his sister lived up uh, and ended up eventually renting the third floor from me. Um, And he was a car thief. He was involved with uh, Vinnie Sara from the Bonanno family that was involved with the Thonza heist. And they were in Long Beach, Long Island, and they they used to chop cars there. He had a a garage with about six bays that they were tagging and and, uh, chopping cars and, you know, out stealing cars. Uh, I met the kid through a guy, Mateo's, Mateo's Restaurant, that was also around me that was selling drugs out of a candy store back in those days that he had across from Villa Russo on 101st Avenue. He did business through Guy Peden. Guy Peden was one of my main dealers that used to run out of... uh, with a, out of uh, flight, excuse me, out of uh, Jägermeisters and the pool hall on 102nd in Jamaica Avenue. He was involved with some different guys, but one of them, by the way, is shout out to Eric. I haven't seen him in years. He was one of the guys who used to hang around. Uh, and uh, when Guy introduces me to, to Maddie, Maddie introduces me to this car thief. And he's not happy with Vinny Asara, and he asks if he can be around us. He wants to get away from Vinny for whatever reason. Uh, I bring it to the Gottis. The Gottis uh, put the guy with me, and uh, the guy's working for us, and he's giving us weekly money for a chop shop. Uh, so I know the guy now. I'm fairly uh, familiar with the guy for about a year at the time. And uh, he says to me, hey, John, uh, can you help me out? I need a loan. And I said, what do you need a loan for? He says, we got to move the location from where the chop shop is. So I know he's in a little bit of money trouble, and I give him, I think at that time, around 3500 It wasn't big money. And uh, he he's doing whatever he's giving. I think about seven fifty a week we're getting in those days. It was decent money in those days. Um, and I'm out one night, and I get a phone call in my car that my sister's apartment was robbed. So she was in the apartment. She was sleeping. And uh, so I, I take a ride there. And when I pull up, Rocco's across the street, and he's uh, watering his grass. You know, he's a maybe 70, 75-year-old man, but he used to talk to me all the time. So he says, what's going on, John? And I said to him, let me ask you a question. I said, you see anybody around here yesterday? Somebody broke in through the window and robbed my sister's house. So we start talking, and he says, uh, I tell you something with an accent, Italian accent. He said, this guy, Johnny. Uh, I says, yeah, what about him? He says, he's the one I think robbed your sister. I said, why do you say that? He said, because he was really high yesterday. He used to do drugs, the guy, and drink a lot. And he was sitting in front of the house for all night. And he left, and then he went in the backyard, and he came back, and he was, he kept going back and forth. I says, well, what makes you think that he robbed the house? I says, you know, he lives upstairs. He said, ah, he was with a friend, but he said he was acting very strange. I said, you sure? He goes, yeah. I says, all right, let me go see him. So I go to him. I says, hey, John. Now, he lives with his sister. And his friend's standing there. And I said to him, uh, my mom's there and my sister, they're in the hallway. Johnny's in the hallway. His sister's on the top of the steps talking to my mother and my sister. And I said to him, hey, Johnny, were you here last night? So he goes, no. So now I know he's lying. 
So I said, you sure you weren't here last night? And his sister chimes in. And she goes, no, he wasn't home last night. I go, you're never here all night. And he goes, no. I said, 100%. You sure last night you're not getting mixed up with another night? So he goes, no. I go, all right. I said, I guess you weren't here. So his friend, I look at his friend, I go, were you here? And I don't know his friend. He goes, no, I wasn't here. But he's looking at me strange. So I ask him again. I go, do you know me? He says, no, I don't know you. I mean, I know you, but I don't know you. I said, so you weren't here. Neither one of you is here. She says, no. So I go in my house in my closet, and I take out a baseball bat, similar to this one. And I put it behind the door, and I got the door open in my sister's house, right? I own the unit where my sister's living in. And I go across the street, and I go, one second. I go, Rocco. And he goes, yeah. And he always called me Mr. John, you know. He said, yeah, Mr. John. And I said to him, did you see him here in front of the house? So he goes, yeah. I said, you sure? Last night you seen him? He goes, yeah, why? Ask him. I said, Johnny, you just told me you weren't here. So now his face is dropping a little bit. So I said, hey, can you ask your wife to knock the door next door? So she knocks the door next door. I forget the guy's name. He was a Spanish guy. And I said, hey, were you home yesterday? He said, yeah, John. And I said, did you see him? He said, yeah. I said, you sure? He goes, yeah, he was in front of the house. He was drunk. I go, how do you know he's drunk? He says, oh, he couldn't even stand up. I said, you sure? He goes, yeah, he was with this guy. <laughs> so he's another guy. I said, all right. So now I look at Johnny and I go, why'd you lie? If you were here, you're here. What's the big deal? Why are you lying to me? So he goes, John, I don't want you to think I robbed the house. I said, why would I think you robbed the house? He goes, I'm just saying. I said, tell me why you would think I robbed the house. And he's double-talking me, so I go into the steps, and he's on the bottom of the steps in front of us, and I come out with the bat. And I just started batting him. And then his friend runs, and his sister's screaming, my mother's screaming, and I bat him, I don't know, times. I split his head open. I hit him about 15 times. And uh, my mother calls the police, actually, in the ambulance to stop me from killing him. And when I leave, he goes in the ambulance, obviously. He was really bad. And years later now, when Gotti's cooperating, and I come back from Brazil, uh, I got paperwork that they're all cooperating and meeting with the feds, and my lawyers are talking to me, and they're asking me, you know, what do you want to do? I says, what do you mean what I want to do? I says, and this is, his whole crew is cooperating, everybody, from Mikey Scars down, his right-hand man, they're all cooperating. I says, what's it to do? I says, go after all of them. He goes, what do you mean? I said, just go after all of them, whatever I got to do to go after all of them. That means if I got to go testify against them, 100%, not a problem. They're all already rats, all of them. So, so what was Gotti's defense during those trials, though? During the trial after I'm going to testify against these guys for rat? Yeah. Uh, his defense is that he's not violent. Well, his lawyers and him make this defense that he's not violent and that I'm very violent and uh, nobody could control me but his father. So they start blaming the whole case on me and his father. You know, the Louis de Bono murder they put on his father with me, the Georgie Grasso murder they put on the, with me and the father, the Bruce Goddard murder they blame me and the father. So they're blaming everything on the father and me, saying that how's a guy that never did anything violent going to control this maniac? And so that's their defense. They start hammering at me. And what's your mindset while, while you're hearing this? I mean, you just got back from Brazil. Um, 
My mindset is, well, I know he's got Joel Kane's going to testify for him. So Joel Kane's going to testify that I shot Sal Noto's brother-in-law in, in uh, bulkhead for him when he called me at 2 in the morning. He's going to say that I uh, baseball batted Johnny and Brian Keegan were one of the brothers. They were both there uh, that night because uh, he came to my house again at 2.30 when he asked me to protect him. And then he's going to talk about other incidents where I piped and baseball batted the guys that, that I, when I got stabbed up. And they're going to show that I'm always violent. And they're going to bring this kid Johnny in who I was just talking about that I bad the shit out of. And they're all going to say, well, Johnny Alight did it. It has nothing to do with John Gotti. Look, this is Johnny Alight who's a nut. How's this guy going to control him? So this is their defense, and they're hammering away that I'm hurting all these guys. And they're, they're all testifying against me. And Timmy Donovan is one of my partners that also testifies against me that's friendly with the Gottis. And Gotti tells him he can testify against me also, and he testifies for Gotti and against me. What was the first, do you remember the first time that you heard that Gotti was testifying against you? What's going, what's going through your head? Well, I'm with the UK guys. We're all in prison in Brazil, and uh, I'm talking to the lawyer, Joseph Carrazzo. Actually, he gave these statements we talked about on another show, that he, he talked to Jerry Capici, and he said Johnny Alight was uh, trying to help us beat cases. Well, he's in the penitentiary, and God, he was meeting the feds. He tells us that he's an informant sitting down with the feds, and he tells Jerry Capici this, and just this year he wrote a new article about it, and he reiterated that uh, Gotti was the rat. He told me on the phones that Gotti was a rat. So what, what do you what are you thinking at that point? Are you like, is it anger? Is it? Oh, I'm angry. Yeah, I'm angry. I'm I'm saying to myself, I just left my family. I just suffered in these jails for two and a half years, and him and his. It's not just him though. You know, it's you know the. I think this gets lost in the, in some of these stories. Is it's his whole crew is rat. Like his right hand man, he admits it is Mikey Scott. So he's already cooperating. Yeah. Mikey Scott's 302s says that I'm involved in jury tampering with them. I'm involved in, you know, different things of killing, talking about killing Curtis Lee, what I didn't want to do, and I, I deny being involved in it. I won't let them talk me into trying to kill a, a regular guy. So, you know, Mikey does 302s on this. He talks about me and Gotti Sr. and him and Joe Watts. We're in Fort Lauderdale at the Yankee Clipper, and we're on the beach. You know, he makes all these statements. We're all together everywhere. So... This is, you know, a captain in the Gambino family who was Gotti's right-hand man, but he said, and he makes all these statements on 302s, and then you got Ronnie Wanham's opening statement that we discussed where he said Johnny Aylett's uh, going to kill me and everybody else. Uh, he's a loose cannon and a rogue, and we can't control him. So, you know, they're all making those statements, and, you know, but here's the part that the public don't get. When it's convenient, they throw titles out. They're the boss, they're the underboss, they're the fucking captain, they're this, they're that, and they're full of shit. Because not one of them can tell these stories I tell the kids and people about how many guys I batted, who they are, where they are, testimony, and shootings and stabbings. So they were just good at saying their title. But uh, we'll ask everybody, how come they don't ask anybody but me who they shot, who they stabbed, how many people... Where did it occur at? When did they do it? Because they can't, because they really live off of one thing they probably ever did in their life. So my message to kids is uh, crime don't pay. This life don't pay unless you want to pay with your life, the treachery, and all of them are full of shit. So listen to what I say. Don't, don't fall into the traps of the street. Go to school, do the right thing, but don't follow this nonsense. Well said. Uh, I, think that, I think that sums it up now. Yes, it does, I think. <laughs> we'll tell more stories about the bats. And if you want a, a custom...
a custom signed bat that we are, I think people can see it like that. Uh, a custom signed bat by John. We just shipped out our uh, our first big batch, um, and people seem to love them. So if you'd like one, reach out to me on Instagram at felix.levine. If you are a member of the Patreon, we are selling them at a discounted price. Um, so you can also hit me up on, directly on the Patreon. Uh, we'll get that taken care of you or on Instagram at felix.levine. And we'll sort that out. Uh, a final reminder, subscribe to this YouTube channel if you haven't done so. Like the video, comment, all that good stuff. And uh, John's got a book coming out soon, I believe. Yep. Hopefully the book will be out in the next month or so. And it's a uh, website, johnelite.com. It'll be on there. My uh, Instagram, true, John Elite. And remember what I said. Ask that question of what specifically people have done when they tell stories. Ask them to pull forward and tell them when they did the work, what they did, where was it, who was there. Be very specific the way I try to be specific with everybody and give details and witnesses and so forth. And then you'll know if they're real. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.